The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. I'm Brian. Nice. This is a Sunday edition coming to you live with all four of us. That's All amazing. Quattro. From yeah. from the beginning. Are you going to be able to stay the whole time, Art, you think? Staying the whole time. Yeah. The Ooh. Black Eyed Peas, right? Let's get it started. <laughs> um, what's your favorite uh, Black Eyed Peas song, Art? Uh, Love, Lind, and DeLoe. Or what is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know, nope. dude. I don't celebrate what? their catalog, dude. I don't know. What's that? What is that place? Remember that, that place we went to um, in, in Atl- outside of Atlanta? <laughs> yes, that has nothing to do with Black Eyed Peas. I, Go think, on. You're right, yeah. of, I think you're thinking of, uh, of uh, Outcast. Uh, Outcast. Yeah. Outcast is what I was thinking. Holy shit. <laughs> How dare that's, you? Yeah, that's thank a you, pretty, thank pretty you. bad comparison. Dude. Isn't that also, a, yes. I mean, Outcast is really good and Black Eyed Peas <laughs> suck. Stink. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't right. know my who Black Eyed Peas. If, who if sings I heard the song, song, I'd recognize it. Let's get, Wait, it, let's started. get it started. Let's get oh, it yeah, started. Yeah, let's get it started. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if that song um, also came on, would you tough. get on the high school dance floor? High school, yeah. Ah. Or any... Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it goes, let's get it started. Ah. Right? Oh, yeah, I yeah, see. Something like that. Um, <laughs> all right, bonus trivia. Who sings a song... Um, I wanna celebrate and live my Our life, life. singing "Ayo." Fuck it, I, I, I want to say Maroon Five, but that's not right. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so not a bad off, guess, dude. actually. Uh, in my old age, I kind of appreciate Maroon Five. Wow, here it goes. I celebrate here, the catalog. Here we go. <laughs> they make really good videos. Oh my God! Who are you? You guys are right mainstream music. Who sees videos? My, my daughter is watching on YouTube. Oh yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, you got to yeah. reveal Wham what it is for. Oh, uh, for uh, Art, since you Teo Cruz or something. Yep. Yeah, That's I the guy's so. name. Teo Cruz. Yeah. Famous yep. guy, huh? Somehow Warren almost <laughs> got it too. Neo. I said Neo. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good Neo effort. sings um, "Let Me Love You." Wait, there's really a guy named Neo? Yeah. 
shit. What, you think I'm making that shit up? It's so <laughs> hard to connect song titles with their, actually, the memory of the song. You kind of have to tell, a, you know, sing a little piece of it. Yes, yeah. yes. What's I'm not going to sing Let Me Love You could be anything, you know, mm-hmm. right? It says, he says, let me love you in the song. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that yeah. helps. <laughs> I will not sing it. Down. <laughs> Come on, just maybe a little bit of a... Like, yeah, what's that? What's that? Go for it. What is it? No, it no. Like? I don't know. I don't know what it sounds like. Let me love you. Is yeah. that how you're doing it? Let me love you. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, let uh, me... Uh, yeah, I think I know it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of house like, music a little really bit. really hard it? to sing, right? Oh, yeah. house music So you could do that. Just drop the beat for us. That um, would be easier. No, no, no. I'm not going like, to go with house music. Yeah. I like how you, you like, shook your camera when you did that, too. Because <laughs> the whole <laughs> table, <laughs> dude. My fucking Thundering. <laughs> your shit rig? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, Art, how are you hanging in there? Are you getting any sleep these days? No. Um, as a matter of fact, last night was the worst night of this entire uh, two and oh, a half no. week old endeavor. Um, oh boy! Tell us yeah, more. I want to hear the yeah. snippets. It, oh, it's great. It was um, basically uh, getting up at <laughs> getting up at one in the morning. Right? We have a, a crying baby needs to be fed. Um, you know, my wife's recovering from surgery. I help a little bit. I kind of whatever. That's Fine. Feed. You push we, her out of bed to go do the... Exactly. Do that um, oh, I, actually, I, think you, I think you use the word Sergi. Sergi. Sergey Sorotkin. So um, uh, I use my mammary glands. That's, that's what's happening here. That's yeah. why I'm so involved. But uh, there's anything with So nipples. that's fine, right? 1 a.m. We'd sort that out. Back to sleep. Screaming baby in 20 minutes. We go oh. see what's going on. And now she's just fully awake and will not sleep. Like we tried Ugh. everything, just will not go to sleep. So we kind of alternate back and forth. And so now it's 4 a.m. Uh, screaming again, wakes up Amelia. So now we have two kids up. Amelia's super tired and like it doesn't know what's happening. And it's like, and so now we're like, it's a full scene, you know, full little scene, uh, Warren. Full little That's scene. big. That's a big scene. That's a yeah, full and big so, scene. So now we have two crying kids. Uh, both of them are tired. Uh, and eventually, you know, uh, the little one, Laurel fell asleep at, I think it was like five 30 and I slept from five 30 to six 30 somewhere on there. Not, and, not, um, not good. And that was, that, that was that. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm trying to survive on coffee and, uh, I, although I did, there was a, a big, um, what do you call it? Something that was celebratory today that, that deserved a celebration was, uh, I had in and out for Oop. the first time in a while, even though, you know, Ooh. you know, in and out's fine, but it's just you know, we had held out for a long time, and I went through the went through the drive through and everything. And uh, oh, yeah. nice, what'd you go it, with? It was uh, just uh, double double grilled onions. I'm kind of easy. I'm not an animal triple decker or whatever you guys call it. <laughs> animal um, three by three triple decker. <laughs> there's, well, there's, don't they I've not? Seen... Don't they limit it to like four by four now or something? I heard. Oh, oh I'm really? not sure. I, you know, I know it used to be kind of unlimited. It was like ten yeah. by ten was a, yeah. a thing. Yeah, I think uh, my buddy DA ate a six by six once. Nice. It's like too much beef. The ratio is all off when you get there. Oh, yeah. It's like just sloppy. Besides just being oversized for the mouth, right? Yeah. Well, I think they go like sideways and you have to like eat it with a knife and a fork or something. Slam, dude. House. Yeah. It is weird. That's just for the gram or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I picture you, you sort of fan it out almost like a deck of cards and you have like, you could cut into the meat and the ingredients that way. That might be yeah, one you like pick a pick a card, pick a meat, pick a meat. Yeah. You're making <laughs> me like, wish pick one, and you're like ace of meat. <laughs> you're like, making me wish we had it in now. No. Yeah, well, I, I, had, say, I had that recently too. I I didn't know it was something that I could rub in, but I I, yeah, I had it the other weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, down in Monterey. 
when I was uh, like 15, 14 years old, my first friend that had his license, we would drive to Gilroy in and out because it was like something to do. Yeah. It was a big, that was like the big day, big outing. Yeah. Leavesley Road. Did you do uh, 152 or what did you do? How did get, how'd you get there? No, I think we went old Chittenden, you know, oh, 129. Yes. Yeah, 129. Yeah. Where the old, uh, what is that? Concrete mine. Is that where that right? old house is? <laughs> Concrete mines. Exactly. <laughs> is that where the old house is or which way is that? There's a lot of old houses. You know, no, but really that sure. old house that they were trying to save, the old, the old Victorian oh, well, that said like save. Oh, no, was no, that's still there. That yeah, you know, the words, let me love you. But they had like a fundraiser <laughs> for it and stuff. Yeah, you, know, you exit like a, that Riverside and then go through Watsonville out by Art's house and then into near Aromas, sort of. Yeah. 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 Um, More flat. Dude, so when I was in high school, a friend of mine was dating this chick uh, who was, you know, very quiet, you know, pretty like, you know, introverted girl, you know, and, and to think she was a hot shoe. Uh, one day, uh, turns out, you know, um, I was talking to my friend and he's like, yeah, dude, my, like my girl, like is in the hospital. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, dude, she crashed uh, on 129. She was going 95 in her Honda Accord and it was raining. <laughs> like, what the Whoa. fuck? Like, like, <laughs> like, really? And you well, know, that road is Senna. It's a twisty road and, uh, it's, but it's fast, right? You have some like, s- oh yeah. Stuff if you and, get, if you get a little off on one of the first turn, you're going to be <laughs> totally fucked the next you're turn. You're in the yeah, river, right? It's, it's so gnarly. I, and I actually found out that day that she was actually into driving fast. And my buddy's like, yeah, she always drives like a fucking maniac. And I'm like, the wow. <laughs> I drive that road. Cause we, we take that road basically like every time we go anywhere east um in the vanigan especially and yeah that uh the big rigs on that road they fly but it's kind of a good road for it if you if once you know it i think yeah. you'd be fine yeah. but yeah. yeah it's a pretty road like especially in the fall because you have all the maple trees there and yeah dude um, yeah you know cool it stuff man yeah. super nice old chittenden fucking <laughs> um, nice out over there yeah uh what was i gonna say Smokes mm. a big old blunts you were probably talking yeah. about. Big old doinks. Like nice, yeah. Big old doinks nice out there. <laughs> so nice out nice there. <laughs> R.I.P. I, I hope R. our R. listeners know what the hell we're talking What's about. What's his name? What's his name? Fuck, I don't remember. Ah, man. He died big, like like three months after I discovered him. Let's see. Let's see. Big ah. old doinks. We're going to have to look this guy up. Uh, ooh, big old, look at, I, I typed big old doinks on Google and this is what the first thing that populates. Big old doinks guy died. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what Lane said. Oh, oh that's hilarious. Uh, that's look Google, actually. Oh, that's dude, Lane's young Google. King Dave. Oh, I never knew that. I don't think. Yeah, and it's, and it's Y-U-N-G, by the way. Young King Dave. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, Y-U-N-G. So he's like Asian. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think he's just cool that he's a yeah, rapper, it's right? It's just sad he never made it to old King Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> died when true. he was young. Only the it good die young. King yep, Dave. that's true. That's true. <laughs> and those named young. He yes. had a lot going yeah. for him, for sure. Oh, dude, that guy was going to be big, a big deal for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, he kind of was, right? Already? Yeah, I guess. Actually. I don't know if yeah. he monetized guys, that in any way. Did you guys hear about the, uh, this high speed carjacking pursuit on yeah, the Yeah, dude. Side? Dude, what I hell? saw it of all I places. I saw no details. I've, okay, so, I saw it on CNN.com, by the way. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it was kind of a big deal. Very dramatic. The guy was basically living like Grand Theft Auto. He carjacked a couple at the Roadhouse in Davenport. In what kind of car is I was this? trying I to tell. It. I could not make it yeah. out. No, when dude, it was being pulled like out of the so ocean. Deep in the water. Yeah. It looked like, honestly, it looked like maybe like a Kia or something, like pretty regular car, but carjacked. 
high speed pursuit all the way down the coast to Santa Cruz. Then they, they stop pursuing him when he gets close to town. I think what happened is he turned on Swift Street or similar and he was going down Westcliff way too fast and like lost control and Living just went the dream. So we went by Wrigley, gave us a piece out. Peace out. Yeah, Peace he flipped us yeah. off through yeah. the deuces, then went over into the ocean, yeah. survived, yeah. swam out. I think they caught him, but like, fuck everything. Just crashed. No problem. That's yeah. that was like my Tuesday or whatever. So gnarly. Oh, I saw yeah. some comment like he not only did he crash the car, but he's climbing out at the spot where nobody climbs out. Like if they go surfing down there, like it's like nobody's ever been able to do that. And he crashes a car and then just does it. It's like, it's super rocky right there. Right. Yeah. It's so sketchy. The giant rocks. And I'm just you know, picturing the, the feeling as he's going like midair off into the ocean. <laughs> I mean, well, that's you gnarly. Kind of, Kind of want to do it once in your life, right? <laughs> I mean, you might never want to You can yeah. walk away. Right? Well, there's you a couple things. So the carjacking police chase, that's one on the list. Driving Westcliff flat out, another one on the list. Like, <laughs> yeah, you all yeah. wanted to do that, right? That would be a yeah. great race. That would be a great part of a race, you know, on Westcliff. Yeah. Like, it's kind of yeah. like the Monterey, the old F1 races. Yeah. It's tight, dude. Sure. It's a tight, tight passing. But it's, uh, it's nice and cambered. And I mean, it's pretty fun when you get a little, you know, you never go like full out, but when you, you know, get a be, little run, that'd yeah. be a good one. If we had a world rally championship, that would be the, um, like the spectator course where they run it mm-hmm. with crowds and stuff. I mean, yeah. you, you, you just imagine mad, yeah, mad helicopter shot, like, you know, following and then like panning, uh, going up right around yeah. the lighthouse mm-hmm. as it's yeah. coming around. So people and, need to look this up that are not from the area, right? This is Santa Cruz West cliff. Look up the road. It's, it's a fun little twisty road, very scenic right along the cliffs and, the, and you have beautiful homes right there. And dude, yeah. so, um, I just, I was reading, um, earlier today, uh, um, about a property that's coming up for sale, uh, at Mount Panorama in Australia. I don't know if you heard Ooh, of this, but, you know, yeah. that super sick circuit that's, it's yeah. huge. It's like a, yeah. almost a four mile circuit where they run all the endurance races out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's properties on there cause it's a public road like the Nürburgring. And, uh, this particular property is a 17 acre ranch with two homes on it. Uh, and, uh, they want like 1.5 million or something for it. Uh, and I'm like, dude, it's kind of, Kind of, a dude. Deal. That's like a bargain, dude. <laughs> that yeah. seems like a bargain. That, 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 is, uh, that gets you a, a one bedroom house here with a with a garage, yeah. maybe, right? So, like, um, I think I'm moving to Australia, guys. 15, 15 yeah. nice. or something. I'm just selling our house and I'm saying, fuck it, dude. Speaking of insane properties for sale, I just saw, um, always looking at you know land for sale just for whatever reason, no reason at all. But um, there's a ranch that's coming up for sale just south of Livermore. Um, it's 50,500 acres. Jeez. And it's the first time it's been for sale in 85 years. It's the N3 cattle company. Um, and it is M3 N N like Nancy. (laughs) Um, Dude, it's 80, 80 square miles of lakes and mountains and rivers and creeks. It's a working cattle ranch. That's Um, dope. And then you have a, what is that road back there? Um, Mines or Mines, whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, fifty thousand five hundred acres, eighty square miles in the Bay Area. What's the price? Well, that's hardly Bay Area. That's way the fuck out there. Um, Still, but I mean, uh, dude, you could build a, t- a fucking town with a working. Dude, I, I want to say it's like, like super cheap with what you said, but four uh, bed, two bath. <laughs> <laughs> four bed, two bath, fifty thousand acres, thirteen hundred square feet. Um, <laughs> five mil. Five mil from Lane. Twelve. I should have said bonus trivia. Twelve. One point nine. 
You guys have no idea what you're talking about. This no. is amazing. That's fucking 50,000 50, acres. acres. I have no idea I what thought you were about. thinking it's like super it's cheap. Been a, it's been on yeah, Zillow for eight days. It's $68 million. Okay, that makes more okay, sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know. It's the way he was presenting it. I know. Like, the oh, way well, he presented it was like, ah, oh, dude, you won't I love believe it. Did I hear place. a 1.5 in there? <laughs> Nine. 1.9. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even buy like a mobile home in Palo Alto. <laughs> I, don't, uh, my, I don't have a high opinion of Livermore. Well, it's the whole area like east of yeah, Fremont. That whole yeah, yeah. that whole like mountain range is yours, yeah. eighty square miles. You can insane. call it whatever town you want. Like, right, you dude, own, you can do whatever. Yeah, yeah we probably were yeah. idiots, dude. That was a dumb. Sixty-eight million. I, I just the way you were saying it was like in the Bay Area. I was like, fuck, it must be super. Well, no, I'm cheap, saying like dude. super expensive. No, I know, really but expensive. the way it came across was the That's opposite. So I'm, on, I'm on board. I'm totally with 1. you. One point five. By the way, let's yeah. throw that out there. Make an offer. It was not one point five. He said one. 1.9. Like it makes a difference. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, that's five. That's ridiculous. Dude, I have I have a ten thousand square well, foot property, and there are places I haven't been yet. Like, can you imagine? I mean, like. Fifty thousand oh, acres, like it's, just it's, to maintain. By the way, it. you got ten thousand square feet. That's huge, dude. If you compare lot, it though to some like hills, some of the other, th yeah. this happens to be one in the Bay Area, but there are huge tracts of land that are like insanely cheap, right? Like it, well, most of the stuff, if you're looking at land and it's like kind of remote, it's well, like I mean, but in California, that's not very remote, is the dude. Thing, in California, no, it's very hey, expensive. Let's not pretend like I'm trying to back up my answer. I think it was a terrible answer. I admit that. <laughs> I'm hoping we can move on from it. I, I at least have a track record of terrible, terrible answers. So there's nothing to lose, really. Although, so if, okay you, if you it, went but, down to like Parkfield area or something, like what would a plot of land like that? Or Indiana, be, right? Dude, or go to if you were in, in Nevada, yeah. out in the Great Basin Desert or something. Yes, you could get Maybe a like lot two hundred grand. Little. But even in California, like shitty desert of california it's still yeah. kind of expensive for big 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 plots, plots of land. like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah but so uh, 80 square miles there's the um and that's probably the, developable too like as opposed to like because i'm used to like these places up the coast they'll sell these big pieces of property and they'll be for sale forever and you can't do you, shit you can't do anything on them because they're protected yeah and, and even building a home is hard because it has to like fit in with the landscape and all this totally. stuff and and it has to be a certain distance away from everything and and if yeah. it's visible from the highway it has to be like green to like match the you know or yeah, brown the or something coastal commission will have it has to be even if you're like i think it's five or ten miles from the ocean so that puts you in like santa cruz mountains even yeah. there you have to like blend in if it's mm -hmm. visible from the ocean yeah yeah so but i feel yeah, like those places are actually like when you look at the prices for how much land you're getting it's like fairly inexpensive because because obviously you can't do shit with it it's just like yeah you're buying worthless i mean you know worthless but you could still have a home but you can't do anything else with it yeah yeah that's like ted turner price uh you know you're gonna have like this preserve or something that money they're just looking for like the uh zuckerberg to be like yeah i've always wanted a getaway yeah yeah and just and all like yeah. have a bunch of deer and fuck yeah. you know whatever oh yeah. that's like a whole yeah ecosystem you're yeah. responsible for now so mm -hmm. it's like hearst uh, castle kind of property yeah yeah yeah, with a hundred zebras, right? They have like something wow. like a hundred zebras. I've seen them. So Hearst yeah. Castle is a national historic landmark, right? It's like and it's they gave it to the, the state. state. It's a state, okay? So it would never yeah, the come state up owns private. it now, yeah. but but the they sold family... a bunch of the property earlier. 
earlier yeah. on. Mm. Like it used to be, they used to have like, I think it was a thousand, uh, was it a thousand one hundred acre or is it a hundred thousand acre? Probably a hundred thousand. Cause yeah. it goes way yeah. back into the mountain range. Remember yeah. that? Cause the, the, a lot of the property that the train, the rails that came up to the property to, or up to Hearst yeah. Castle rather, From a lot LA, of that property yeah. leading up to it was owned by him too, right? Totally. Uh, or the Hearst family. And that's the sickest scene ever, dude. Like yeah. he had a rail system go to the bottom of the house. I didn't and know And then that. they would have a drive, they would have a driver in a Rolls Royce. There was a Rolls, right? Or whatever was I think it was a, but the, it was the time. most commonly a Rolls would yeah. be would drive be down there to pick you up from the train to bring you up to the property. Which well, is not like, only that, San Simeon Pier, he had a full a huge yacht that would pull up, and they'd yeah. have yacht parties, and he had a Ford TriMotor, like the first private jet. Sick. I mean, it wasn't a jet, but I yeah. mean, it was the first private like, yeah, like baller plane. He would pick thing. people up and fly to his private airport and then <laughs> go up this driveway in the Rolls Royce and have like parties. So gnarly, dude. I mean, it's a, uh, it's quite a scene, and, quite a scene. And we've talked about it before, but that driveway is like hill climb Mecca. Uh, dude. Am I the only, I've never been. Oh, you gotta uh, go. Okay. You should go so just for the, the driveway, dude. All, all done it? I've done it yeah. a few times. Yeah. I've, oh, I've gone shit. day and night. They I just did it tours. like what, a year ago was my first time, so. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, the the pool, the the one, the inside one with all the mosaics and shit, right. it's so incredible. Like, I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. The whole place, it it feels like you're like in, uh, like in Florence, Italy. And it's, well, it depends in, which it, section it, you're in. That that's they, true. And then you're in Egypt all of a sudden. Yeah, and then you're, like, in, yeah. and then there's like a and medieval, all that stuff is from Egypt or from yeah. Greece. Yeah, yeah. So like the big dining entire, room. Is a is all medieval castle shit. Like he yeah, actually he just like picked up pulled. an entire castle, put it on his yep. on his boat, shipped it over, reconstructed yeah. it. And these like these huge like hand painted um, cloth like tapestries, paintings, tapestries, tapestries yeah. that are like from I don't even know what year. Like like I mean th- those are hung from the walls in that in the dining room and and that that other room attached to that, which is like a I guess a kind of like a party room. It's insane. I would dude. love yeah. to see that place, like really good going off color photos of that during parties. Do you know the, what the elevation is there, Wham? Because the view is I mean, incredible. It can't be that. Yeah. It can't be that. High. Like probably I don't know, fifteen hundred feet or something. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right. Yeah, just because it's yeah. it, you see all the way down to the coast and it's, it's pretty so amazing. rad. I know. That's pretty incredible. And all the we fact need to that... do is uh, start our own uh, news empire. <laughs> uh, yeah. can, uh, I think we missed the boat on that one. The future is in print. Future is yeah. in print. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, the Internet's going to crash any day, yeah. and then uh, yeah. information is king, and we got to... COVID virus for computers. Yes. Right? Two papers. We'll do one in the morning, one in the evening. Get them out every day, every street corner. We'll have little kids selling them. Oh, little that's kids. a good idea. Little kids with hats. We'll have kids. Throwing them at the... Riding bicycles, stingray bicycles, throwing them at people's porches every morning. Okay. Yeah. Quarters. How much? And we you just pay them, kids. like, five bucks a day or something? That's pretty quarters. steep. Yeah, quarters. Did you guys do um, free papers? Did you guys do a paper cents. out when you were kids? Never. I assisted a friend once. I assisted. Same a here. I had. I, I assisted with the rolling and then the rubber bands. Ah, your hands get all fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like yeah. such a noob, dude. Early, like such early a, mornings. My friend, yeah. uh, my friend's dad ran a hippie newspaper, The Connection, in downtown Santa Cruz. Uh, you know that uh, one that's kind of pink, like had like a pink cover sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just like where to get a massage and like go to yoga <laughs> in like yeah. the early nineties. Yeah, um, and we had so it like loaded up into a truck, and then it got like shipped somewhere else. But that was that's as deep as I got into the um, Great Gatsby or whatever. Paper game. I want to yeah. know the like 
it's like the patchouli review, right? And like it's like the weekly patchouli, and there's like different <laughs> bottles and there's little blurbs new releases, about them. New yeah, releases, new releases. Um, and, like um, which incense burns the longest? Yeah. Ten pages of horoscopes. <laughs> it's <laughs> totally <laughs> channeling too, yeah. where they like channel an Indian guru somehow yeah. from Best the dead. drum circle in, in town. <laughs> <laughs> drum circle review. That's exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to know, dude. That sounds pretty rad. Like they walk where, up like the scene. You know, like how, where yeah, to find the great. best like mushrooms? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, that's that's right. high dollar information. But how about where to buy the best crystals? I mean, we are still uh, wondering. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Healing powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hand drawn pictures of like nude people with like wangs hanging out and stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. awkwardly. <laughs> uh, and calling them wangs too. It's like old <laughs> definitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this cribs, is... but it's like uh, the old bus. Re- Bus, oh, right. with, school bus. Right. like the hippie right. buses on top, and like the yeah. the, oh. the guy would always have a parrot. If you remember this, but and a they, snake or something. Yeah, they'd always have like a parrot or a snake, and, but you'd you'd ride by, and the parrots would like talk to you. I don't know if that's you guys like, experience yeah. this. this. is a very well. That's only when they're handing out candy oh, yeah. that you'd stop long enough. Dude, to, so uh, uh, my dad was a hippie in in that era, and eventually, you know, he he grew up or whatever. But um, he still had those friendships so growing up i used to visit big dave at his high voltage farm it was called um up by ohlone uh, middle or elementary school back uh, back up there oh. kind of off of like in between watsonville and casterville he had yeah. a little farm and uh silver bear lived on his property and silver oh, yeah. bear had one of these buses and uh it was i mean it had murals and shit on it and like it was too um uh, what do you call them? Uh, VW buses attached to the top, yeah. like, you know, connected. And then inside he had two like stand up saunas, like these cocoons. And it, he also converted it to <laughs> run on way, steam. Two. What two. a fucking cocky <laughs> what piece a of shit. Dude, and, uh, <laughs> and he converted it to run on steam too. Like it was just all this crazy shit, like full, yeah. like real steampunk shit. You know, <laughs> this guy, um, and you know, two. brass everywhere. Uh, yeah, I, I have very fond memories of, um, of those buses. that's rad i wish you had a picture that's like one of those things you think of is just being kind of normal and then you know 30 years later you're like wow that was special it is it's funny yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at here is like this is why i grew up like you know those are friends the family friends and and, you know all of us know people like that right yeah yeah we just grew up seeing that and um, i remember going to quite a few quite a few properties where they had like tps and stuff you know pre yeah yeah, pre-yurts, and they would P-Y. just have a TP on the property and stuff. Yeah. Like, shoes were, it was mandatory to not wear shoes, and Bergen socks were the norm. Carob, know? I'll just throw that out oh, real quick. Oh, carob. <laughs> I was raised, in the mix. I was raised dude, on carob, dude. I hate carob. Kind of related. sucks so bad. Kind of related. Tempe? I found out last night, in the middle of my awake nightmare, um, Breakdown, I was reading yeah. random shit, Adwala. Is being shut down by Coca Cola. What? Finally. This is yeah. this is a very no. big thing for me because my family huh. friend, like basically my best friend growing up preschool, his dad was one of the founders in Santa Cruz, mm. and huh. it's been like in my life since I can remember. Went to the yeah. factories when they moved. That's funny. One the, of my friends was the founders too. One of his dad, this kid, really, Ty. Yeah. Ty. Oh yeah, Ty. I know Ty. And he lived yeah. on a boat in the harbor, dude. And they yes. were the biggest hippies. Like, dude, Ty and I drove to New Mexico with this friend. Whoa, my buddy Ira. Gnarly. When we were <laughs> oh, 15. I know Ira. Yeah, Ira Smith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What, what was your hippie bus like? Did you have the double stacker or? Dude, it was a like... Camry. But uh... well, dude, Ty <laughs> was, was like, you know, they owned. They were part of. They 
Adwala, but they were like these hippies and they lived in a boat in the harbor, dude. They were yeah. just like, but they were like, they were kind of wealthy, you know, this is like, it was very, like a baller trimaran though. It wasn't like just some little yeah, boat. It was like kind of nice. Yeah. Like one of those you'd like take around the world. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, so this company, Adwala juice for those who aren't from the area or maybe haven't seen it is they made juices and smoothies and stuff. And then Coca-Cola bought them in 2001. But ever since I can remember, I've had this juice around and stuff. And then my neighbor who works at Shopper's Corner said, oh, yeah, I just heard the Adwala's uh, going under in, in July. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I look on That's Google. Sad. There's no news. The next day it comes out mm. that Coca-Cola is just closing it, saying that people don't drink smoothies anymore is their Whoa. reasoning. And there's my theory. Rather than selling it, they're going to take the loss or, you know, um, basically as a write-off hmm. at the end of yeah, the year yeah, for, for sure. you know, $400 million or some, you know, yeah. some crazy thing to offset losses. I just yeah. can't believe that someone wouldn't buy it or like a oh, competitor man. wouldn't like they have, well, they're probably not even trying to sell it. That's the whole thing. Cause they are taking a loss, right? They That's don't. just mm. such a bummer. It sucks, uh, dude. Um, next thing you know, Martinelli will close down. I mean, that's like, no dang. way. Oh, no, I'm saying they, next thing you know, they will. Oh, but, like it's uh, like that crazy, like that iconic. Yeah, it's like us. another local, so, but Adwala had a, it was a little bit of like national news, like quite a few years ago, probably like 20 now. But remember yeah. they had a little scare with the flash pas- pasteurization. Yeah, was getting that was in the nineties. Yeah. Sick. Because People that was their thing early killed, on, right? They, they didn't pasteurize their juice. Like initially. Then they flash then, pasteurized it. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. kid died from E. coli poisoning. Right. Yeah. I think. And then they were bought by Coca-Cola after. Yep. Yeah. So but, maybe not not one of the most iconic flavors or whatever, but pretty much every day, especially when I would when I would commute down to record with you guys, I would do the chocolate protein shake if I yeah. didn't grab dinner. That's like my yeah. go to, you know, like I, I love know. that thing. Yeah. I would do like the superfood one, the green one. Yeah, the totally. green was missing like that's like there are very few options you can grab from any gas station anywhere that would right. like closely resemble anything nutritious and that's like an option, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean I mean, yeah, their standard been, orange juice is pretty legit. Have it in my and fridge then, right now. That's yeah. so good. And dude. then they had the strawberry banana smoothies were always good. Yeah. And like all that Gone. Kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's like the baller stuff to buy since before people were trying to gouge you on things. Like, yeah. Adwala yeah. was always so bank, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was always so it's, good. It's a yeah. hippie version of all that, all that kind of stuff that like they kind of like were at the forefront of that whole, yeah, absolute movement, right? right. Before, uh, yeah. Whole Foods charged $9 for asparagus water or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's very Santa Cruz <laughs> and it's, um, such a bummer. It's a Bay Area company still, but, uh, I mean, yeah. big, big parent companies over, overhead, but man, I'm, I'm bummed. Say, they say, uh, middle of July, it's going to be just shut. So get it while so you can. weird. Yeah. I are, mean, are I'm, you, I'm, yeah. are you kind of a purist though, where you're like, oh, they were dead to me when Coca Cola bought them? Not nah. really, because they're, they're, their flavors stayed the same. I mean, they still had all the mango tango and all these good, yeah. Good, everything kind of stayed, you know? The and, bigger change was the pasteurization, probably, right? Yeah. Like and I didn't actually. really notice a flavor change. I actually no, went yeah. to the factory in Dinuba, California and saw that flash pasteurization in action when I was like Ooh. 15 years old. And that's cool. Super cool. So it was basically looked like a series of pipes that they would run it through and get it super hot and super cold in like mm. a matter of feet of yeah. pipe. And yeah. uh, it was just enough to kill bacteria, but not enough to cook the fruit. Mm-hmm. And so you'd keep the same That's the crazy. same uh, stuff. And then you get done with that. It wasn't even like an open factory to public, but in their lobby, they had a huge fridge, unlimited, all you can Free, drink. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so just nice. as a kid, you're just like, oh, I'll have that, I'll have this. Yeah. I had and a neighbor... Is- 
I had a neighbor like three houses away that worked for Martinelli's. And it was just every, you know, Lane, come over, you grab some juice, you know, grab some juice. He was a, he was a Greek guy. Um, uh-huh. and it was just like, dude, there was much spark because he would just get water. He would just get juice that was about to expire or whatever. By the way, I don't know how Martinelli does it to get that taste out of these apples oh, for a yeah, hundred okay. years. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's just so tangy that? and crisp. And it's like, but how yeah, do you find like, best. isn't there going to be a bad batch or like a know. year that doesn't work or something? I know, right? like, a natural figured product out. like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, so it's hard. over. Oh, what is it? 120 years of, of history and making this stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, Literally across from sophomore year in high school, across the street was where they saran or where they, you know, they plastic wrapped oh, the yeah. uh, pallets. So when I would like zone out, if the car, if the door was open and I didn't want to fucking listen to English class, I would just stare out the window and watch them like wrap the pallets. You know, like <laughs> it's, it, it was up. so hypnotic. Um, yeah. I remember I, I, and I remember I had a little a little moment of. Uh, what do you call it? I don't know if it's a pride thing, but it's like, like, oh shit, that's hometown. Like I was in Korea, uh, at, at a, at a coffee shop and they had the little apple shaped glass bottles. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like there's, there's Martinelli's and that's right. Plastic now, which shop. sucks. Oh really? Yeah. They're like yeah. dual layer plastic, which is pretty. Are they? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's also, changes, I mean, though, man. like 120 years, that's impressive, but it's almost more impressive that it's like, you know, back then, what kind of quantities were they were doing? You know, it's like, you know, you got to imagine it's fairly limited. So All that's local. Fine. But now to keep up in today's day and age where you go anywhere and you see them and yeah, yeah to, to do it at that scale for a natural yeah. product. Yeah. That does. Yeah. Their sparkling yeah, apple juice is like the one, right? I mean, like the non-alcoholic like thing to have during New the holidays Year's or something. Yeah. 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 I wonder if it's regional though. Like, I mean, it's very familiar to us. Like it's a, it's a yeah. normal thing, but I'm curious to know like across the country, is, people can hmm. I'm comment sure or DM us. I'm sure it pops up. Yeah. yeah um, pop up, up and we had a bunch of like, we had so much of that hippie <laughs> stuff. Like our, also another neighbor of mine and one of my brother's best friends, his dad started a company called Wildwood Tofu, which is like, this is like back yeah, in like night early eighties and they were yeah. based in Watsonville, I think. Uh, but he started that company and that was like before tofu was like, you know, it was just a hippie food back then. I right? think my mom right. was the only person buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, you've seen the trucks, they have like the trees. Yeah. Like yeah. The logo is like a bunch of trees. It's all green just as wildwood. Like, I don't know. For sure. Um, yeah, there was so much of that stuff in Santa Cruz where, um, we were like the skate surf capital and the hippie capital yeah yeah definitely and punk um, rock well, this, to a certain extent right like in the 80s yeah, yeah, a big for punk sure. rock hub yeah i like to call it like an alt scene it's not a good okay deal. Yeah. all right yeah yeah just alternative um, all around mini so seattle we're getting, we're getting deep into the episode here we haven't discussed we any project car updates which Sweet. i know we have something major on the uh the docket here and i think we need to dive into it and really so dive into the major one or your project car updates leading up to the major so no 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 no, no. the major Ryan one first and his uh yeah. turn signal huh in the headlight <laughs> yep the major one i want yeah. why haven't you uh shared a yeah, picture that's that? I, heard, I heard the show that you and don't you, there art, was a, please, exposed, please. Art. exposed stop, stop, stop. zip tie i heard yeah I, yeah I told him to, to share please. it right yeah yeah i should share it i should share um it. i mean Please. Mad Max kind of, this is where this is going to go, right? You're going to start fucking. Um, let me, <laughs> before we get lost, I just am going to need your guys' help over the next several months. Ooh, uh, months. So I can still, I can still, um, uh, do the Carvana thing from, or I can now again do Carvana for my Jeep. And so they'll give me 14 grand, whatever I want. And we're 
you know, considering van type of thing. So uh, I'm still hmm. not sure if I have Christina convinced that a minivan is right, but um, probably potentially is. bigger vans. Uh, 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 so I'm just throwing that out there that we're in a, uh, we, we may be able to change here, but it's, a I little, bet, you know, it's a, it's a crazy world out there. Dude, I bet if you got crazy a minivan, world. it would be like two weeks in, you go, why didn't we do this sooner? This is so nice. So convenient. It's so comfortable, easy to get in and out. Yeah. Throw stuff then, in, the seats fold so down. I, I don't want to, I kind of want to pick your brain, Wham, about yeah, it, but do I don't it. think now's the time. No, now's not the time. But we can get into it since you're not doing it right away. No rush. All right. Yeah. Eurovan TDI swap with a sequential transmission, right? Is that what, there you go. That's <laughs> it. Sequential <laughs> transmissions, like. Conversation well, over. Yeah. I did see you uh, on our key, last. Key, key. <laughs> That's Brian shifting his sequential van. Key. That's what you uh, do, right? Key, key, key. Well, uh, no, that was the gear wine, yeah, right? Like, oh, okay. Oh, it's like the key. Yeah, I was going to say the chink, but that's not an appropriate term. Um, the, uh, the, the, Anyways, the clink, on our last clink. Instagram uh, Instagram uh, <laughs> Thursday show, Brian McQueen chimed in with, uh, Racing McQueen chimed in with, what's the best used minivan? So I know, I already kind of saw this coming. Yeah. 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 Okay. And it's basically, the question is, what's the best automatic transmission in a minivan is yeah, kind of right. like the same question, they're, right? Aren't they like re- they're renowned for being shitty all the time? Like Odyssey, all, all like, automatic all, like, transmissions everywhere are shitty, Previa. right? Previa's or no, also yeah, Previa. I think Previa uh, the they've gotten a lot. Is what you're saying, they've gotten a lot yeah. better, but yeah, you're just overloading them. Putting they're putting car transmissions in these vans that just get piled with shit and yeah. driven hard. But anyways, another conversation for another yeah. time. Another time, and chime the, in if if you're listening at home, you know, at, yeah. at any channel. If you run a yeah. minivan repair so, shop. So uh, I, I do have to ask a question. If you want people to chime in, are you looking for an outright purchase or a lease or and or all of the above? What, what are I you think thinking? it sounds uh, used. I would prefer an outright purchase of a used vehicle. All right. Cool. But, yeah. you know, pretty modern. Okay. Sweet. Sienna. Uh, Sienna is what I'm thinking. Sienna is the That's best. what you're talking about. Yeah, Sienna's exactly. I like it. You, threw out, Pre- you threw, out he threw out a Previa? He threw out a Previa. Yeah. Nice. I, I think it's nice. weird that they changed the name, dude. Why? It's a totally well, different car. They went from mid-engine to I know, but engine. it's still I mean, their like minivan, a... dude. It's like they, it's yeah. just their minivan. But it like couldn't be more different from a layout. Cool. I mean, I they, I they mean, probably wanted to get away from the Previa reputation. They probably well, freaked people also, out. Right? It was too I mean, space shippy. Yeah. Isn't it also true that for a little while, Toyota was making two minivans at the same time? Yeah, Previa oh. and the van. The van. Right? So it's like, yeah. I mean, there are all sorts of weird, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. had the van, right? The Vanagon looking. And that's not to mention the stuff that was sold in other parts of the world, the high ace or whatever. Yeah. High ace. Yeah. They still make the high ace too, right? So. By the way, high aces are really fun to drive. I love high aces. I've been in a couple yeah. and they are so rad. Um, yeah. So okay. for the last, I don't even know how many months, uh, Brian has had a car. Lane has a car, sort of. I have a car. We all Art, have cars. We talk Art, about no cars car. on a podcast. Art does not yeah. own a car. When was the last yeah, time he owned sold. a car? I was trying but he's to think. on a car podcast. Wait, Warren, that doesn't that make seems sense. weird. Yeah. So when did you sell was, the 924? When was that? Like two months ago? No. Was it two months, months ago? ago. <laughs> dude, it, we've, we've been, been, we've been in lockdown for four months, dude. By the way, I think it's changed hands once again. I think Thomas sold it too. Oh, oh did he? 
Pretty I thought he sure. was talking about keeping it and then bring a trailer in it. But that, that was the plan, yeah, because that's where he could really bring in the dough for it. I saw one that looked very, very, like, exactly the same. I saw the one on and, for sale. but On BAT? And, no. No. I think he posted it at one point. And then I saw Thomas like a post of a guy saying, I love this new 924. Oh. And oh. it was a black 924 that looked exactly the same. Interesting. Interesting. You should hit him up. Ask him. So, Art. Yes, Car. Do you now own a car? Acquisition. Yes. Car acquired. You call, out you call it acquisition. On in the, driveway. In the driveway. Mergers, yes. Mergers and acquisitions. It's a department yeah. in arts family. Hedge fund <laughs> managers. Um, yeah. So I, I mentioned it on the Thursday show. It's a 1987 E3325IS uh, BMW. Alpine white over black interior. So it's sports seats. It's got... A manual, of course. It does have the 373 LSD. I did confirm that. Um, it's on H&R Springs. I think they're just the sports and Bilstein shocks. Uh, stock sway bars. Uh, Falcon Azeni's tires. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I took delivery of it uh, just a few days ago. And How many um, I say delivery because the car, I don't know where Lane went, uh, the car did sit for uh, several months, uh, starting basically... I think like a month before the whole lockdown happened, like the, uh, the, the owner basically was dealing with some family stuff and the car kind of sat and then it just, we went into COVID. And so the car has been sitting for four or five months now. And, uh, I received the car with a dead battery. Uh, and you know, the car basically didn't start. I assumed, okay, dead battery. So I, I pulled the battery. I put it on a tender for 24 hours and, uh, just kind of let it be and, uh, went to start it. It did the whole root, root, root. And so I jumped it, fired right up. And I'm like, okay, I think we can get this battery up to par here. If, you know, it's, if, for um, you know, we run the car for a little bit. And so, um, I noticed that the fuel pump was a little loud. Like it was that external, you know, cause the early E30s have two fuel pumps. There's one in the gas tank and it's like a low pressure one. And then the, 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 the external main one. Yeah. The transfer one. And, Later cars don't have that. Like from, I think your car doesn't. Wham! It's uh, just the single yeah. in tank, and yeah, so very, it's like a modern style. Yeah, and the one in the the external one, it, when you when it starts to go bad, you can hear it. It has like a very you know very distinctive whine, and so I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to check that out later. So I go I go for a little drive in the neighborhood, and I go like kind of run it for a while. I drove the car for about 20 minutes, uh, try to keep the revs up to charge the battery, um, and I get back home, and uh, like. Everything's cool. Shut the car off. Turn it back on. Fires right up. And so um, I actually threw Amelia in the back. I put her in the center in her car seat. She loves to sit back there in all cars. Like that's her favorite position. Like nice. look around. She can see everything. Yeah, and she loves sense. to zoom, as she calls it. Um, you know, so she wants me to like, just get on it. Um, and uh, so I took her out for a rip and come back. This is just like literally a, a you know three mile radius. Come back and. Um, now the freaking, as I'm pulling into my driveway, the fuel pump is screaming. I mean, it's, I could hear it very loud and like in, in the interior now. Um, I, I'm pulling up right up to my house. As I'm pulling up to the house, the car sputters, sputters, turns off. So, um, I go, well, I go, are to, you just out of gas, by the way? Three quarter tanks, three quarter okay. full tank. Um, so, so I go to restart it. It nothing, nothing. It kind of chokes a little bit. It kind of sputters, shuts off. And I go to restart it again. Same thing. Um, I turn the ignition on, listen for a priming fuel pump. Nothing. So basically, uh, the fuel pump died, uh, and uh, battery is fully charged and holds charge, which is awesome. I'm stoked on that because I don't have to buy one of those. 
um, so I go look at it. I'm like, all right, fuck, you know, I'm in the past. I remember I had a, I had a Mark II Jetta that, uh, had a very clogged fuel filter. And so I replaced the fuel filter and the, the fuel pump basically overheated because it was trying to pump fuel through this like super shitty filter and some cheap car I bought like years ago, replaced the fuel filter and the, and the thing fired right back up and it ran for as long as I owned it. Um, so I started to go <laughs> take the fuel filter off and I noticed that the fuel filter was installed backwards. You know how it has an arrow? That yeah. like, uh, so somebody, whoever installed this fuel filter installed it backwards. And um, nice. I'm guessing that that led to the fuel pump failure because, you know, it was building up a shit ton of pressure and like, like back pressure and was forcing the fuel in the wrong direction. Or you know? so, it could be original and just time. I mean, who knows? It could be original. Yeah. 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 So I did order that. I already ordered a new fuel pump. Uh, Amazon, by the way, is, is amazing. Um, you know, I think you had mentioned it before a lot of these parts cause it's, it's the OEM Bosch, you know, uh, uh, fuel pump, which is, you know, like 180 bucks at the dealer or wherever else. Um, way more than that. <laughs> 90. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you know, 90, yeah. $92 shipped overnight. That's uh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, how do you expect a little mom and pop uh, part store that can't get it for three days and is going to charge you 150 bucks? And all you have to, all you need yeah. is you just get the part number and you plug it yeah. in there and you, I know. you go straight to it. I, yeah. hate, I hate even advertising Amazon, but I it's know. just impossible. Well, to that deny. means that mom and pop just needs to order it from Amazon and then mark it up. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, otherwise, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the car ran great. It was totally fine. Um, I, you know, I have, I haven't driven a stock, uh, E30 for a long time. So, I mean, it felt, you know, slowish. I don't know. It was, it, it, but it, it, it ran well. And, um, I don't know. And the reason I bring that up is because if it was choked up due to that fuel issue, um, you know, maybe there's more power to be unlocked there, but, um, but yeah, I uh, ordered the fuel filter as well. It's just kind of frustrating though. Like thinking, um, I haven't even looked at the fuel pump yet, but, um, like if it was replaced at some point, like it's kind of shitty that if it did fail because of the stupid fuel filter issue, like it's like so yeah. dumb, like, because you look at the fucking arrow, it tells you what direction the flow is. And like, I wonder if so sitting easy. too might have had something to do with it. Just, um, I'm a little know, concerned about the that. tank. So that's another thing. The, we all know the previous owner and he's has not been driving that car much, even if yeah. before it was sitting, like, as far as right. I know, I don't think it's moved for any real time. I mean, yeah. like in a year or something like Right. Yeah. So that's so, concerning because, you know, the, the thing with that is that I read that what happens a lot of the time is there's um, like sediment at the bottom of the tank that that if the car sits for a while, it starts to build up. And then in the and I sloshed the car around, you know, I drove it around here in the in little mountain roads. And so um, what happens there is that the primary fuel pump picks up shit and it gets it, the screen gets clogged. And then it the 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 main fuel pump then has to like basically pull like it. it um kind of overwhelms it you know because it like it because it's a, it's yeah. actually supposed to be a pushing system and not a drawing system and it then starts to draw and cavitates and like it just it just basically dies you know um so um yeah who knows i'm just hoping that that isn't the case because then i have to fucking drop the fuel tank and like get it like cleaned out and that's a whole yeah. other i think that's that hard mess. Yeah, yeah so hopefully this fuel pump thing should does be it. fine yeah, yeah. Should be i fine. think you have to pull the rear subframe to do all that stuff oh great that's cool um, but, um, but yeah, so that, so I did get that, the drive the car. Um, yeah, and, by the way, I remember, I remember that being a thing too. It was like, I, I had, there's some other detail there with the transfer pump cars where, um, I, I couldn't get a full, I couldn't run my tank all the way to the bottom. 
Right. And so there was like a mod that you could make, and I completely forget what it was, but for endurance racing, and we did a couple with my Specky 30, uh, it was, you know, it, it definitely sucked if you didn't have that mod done. Uh, most of the time it didn't matter because you're doing races and you're, uh, they're short. Uh, so yeah. you know, you can w- fill higher and work around it. But, um, yeah, whatever you're doing, you should look up that mod. It sounds like you already know what it is. No, um, I haven't looked it up. No, I'm just nodding, yeah. but yeah, I'll check it out. There's, I'll definitely look into there's it. There's something you can do and maybe it's just getting all new parts. I don't know, but something gotcha. you can do that will allow you to run it all the way to the so bottom. So um, the, oh, I guess because I acknowledge it. I said, yeah, the, the thing that I read though is that, you on on a car that's never had its tank cleaned or if it sat for a while at some point uh you just never go below a quarter tank to avoid that issue because then you suck up the nasty shit at the bottom and so like if you keep it you know uh topped up then you know you don't have yeah. that problem so you don't but want to run this it goes this goes against everything you believe in dude balance bro it's over well know, this is like right? standard car car stuff though that you you're not supposed to run a car out of fuel because of sediment. No, I or, I know, but I'm saying but our <laughs> in particular. No, oh, I know low, our likes of send. Low. Yeah, I know, I know. Send it. No, well, isn't typically the issue there with you're dealing with a high pressure system, especially direct injection, like well, you overheat. Like you well, overheat. Even it. an older car, you're overheating the fuel pump when you're low. Because it's fuel. oh right, because it's cooled by the fuel, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the the cars. Otherwise, I had mentioned, you know, it's it's very straight, original paint, really nice paint, um, and. Uh, the the car has zero rust on it. It's got really really minty. Uh, the basket weave BBS is on there, which I, like I I haven't seen a set that nice in so long. Like it has like zero blemishes on there, and there's they're like super fresh. I want to take like a nice clean shot of them. What after size? I clean. What size are they? They're fourteens. They're the same okay. as like the one. My, maybe the same exact ones you have on your car actually. Yeah. What, yeah. Um, what tires does it have? It's got the uh, the previous version of the Zennies, so the six fifteen Ks. Um, yeah, the okay. they're one ninety five fifty fourteens. Or oh. or sixty? Fuck, I don't remember. No, he you know, had but replaced them, I think, right? Or are they? Uh, they're four years old. They were uh, okay. they're a twenty sixteen build on there, but they're almost fully treaded because, as Warren said, he barely drove the car, right? So yeah. Um. Uh. So whatever, those will eventually go. But um. Yeah, I did. I did get a chance to kind of throw it around a little bit, and you know, it's their E thirties. I've driven them a ton. They're pretty familiar. But the one thing that I didn't remember though is how fucking light the power the steering is. It's so over boosted. It feels um like uh. Mm. I don't know if like because this car has a uh, narrower cross section width, like and and I just you know I had maybe driven cars with, like I had two twenty five forty fives on my last three twenty five is, and uh, I think the same size on my E thirty M three, but uh, but yeah it's just like it's you know it's fucking you can do index and thumb you can steer the car you know um, it's 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 fine it's just I think there's Lock room for me what's that cut it cut it. Cut it. Oh, right. Cut it. Yeah. And loop it. Right. Well, the, the, the Cut dream is to do the Z3, uh, steering rack so that I can get a much quicker steering ratio. And, and, uh, so that helps you, you adds effort. And also I would put a wider, wider tire on it, which also helps with that. So to make it a little, um, more natural. if you did the Z3 rack, uh, then, uh, would you leave that manual or would you, would you loop it or would you, I would want to feel it first. Yeah. Cause then I can loop it after. Like I want to see what it's like. Um, you know, uh, I don't remember. I've only driven one Z3 uh, rack E30 M3, and I can't remember if he did the power steering delete on it. I mean, there's a whole other thing here, too, where now, you know, and I feel like we've jumped right into uh, the details, but I guess uh, or you've introduced this idea plenty in the past, but uh, there, you could be uh, – it's nice to have the option to – 
to cut the power steering just because you're switching to a new motor. Wouldn't there possibly be complexities with oh, yeah. running I a K24 power or, or power steering pump on I that rack? Like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, I need to look into that shit because I have no idea. Um, Is, yeah. You don't even need to look into it because if you run into a problem, it's already solved. <laughs> right, right. It's super easy to do that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, you if you want to run back. a car with no power steering. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's not too bad. To I've, yeah. Especially I've if you're that. planning on running two twenty fives. That I mean, that yeah. is uh, a, a street a street E thirty on two twenty fives would be potentially, especially yeah. sticky ones. That, that a little hefty, be a yeah, yeah. Especially with a with a short, yeah, with that with a tighter ratio and all that, right? Yeah. I know that um, I much prefer like nine forty fours with with power steering than the manual eighty three racks. Mm. I think they're yeah, like, heavy. They're, yeah. they're just a struggle, dude. You're working yeah. at it. You have to work so hard to get them through turns and it's just like kind of not that enjoyable. Um, it's not delicate. You can't like place it as well. It's more just like you're muscling through it. Right. I feel like you're right. Like it's like 195s is kind of like the limit. Like if you're going over 195s, uh, and we're just making the assumption that you're picking sticky tires, uh, then it's probably not worth it. And well, so there, like, yeah. I think yeah, a 911 a 911 works well because there's no weight up front. That's what I was going to so. say next. The, the other thing to consider is 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 where the engine is and how much it weighs, right? So it's way lighter and it's mm-hmm. sits further back. So um there is less weight across the front sort of axle line if you will or hub line. So maybe, you know, it's not as bad. I have no idea. Um because that's definitely something to consider. But, you know, it's easy to try out. Like, I, I remember, like, you know, like when I did it on, on one of my cars is, like, I pulled the uh, the belt first, which is still, which is more effort still because you eventually vent it. And you probably remember it when you did yours, right, uh, Brian? Like, when you loop the line, you will put a vent in it so that it's not totally, like, you know, vacuum sealed in there. Um oh. And so, yeah, I did that. That was, that's the right way to do it. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, so that. that being said though, um, you know, racetrack versus street driving, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, street, I mean, in a, yeah. Racetrack, it's like you get all of the benefit, which is, you know, maybe increased steering feel or whatever, uh, at the limit. Uh, and you don't have to deal with any of the drawbacks cause you're not doing any of the round town. You're done, not doing, you're not pulling into any parking spaces. <laughs> right. And, right. And so, yeah, for streetcar, it's a, it is a completely different. So person. is that good for the rack though? I mean, cause it seems you like it's going to kill it, right? Yeah. I, you I, always I, hear I like, know. even with like 944, some people will do that and stuff, but the proper way to do it is to get a manual rack or have it like right. really yeah. converted to a manual rack. It's got so it's like, much fluid in it though. It seems like it'd be fine. That's why you loop it. That's why you, you trap the fluid inside. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're supposed to keep oil, fluid in it. And that oil is going to stay yeah. good for a long time. I mean, unless you were like, yeah, just sawing at it for endurance racing, or I don't know. It seems like it'd be okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it seems like it's yeah. The main thing is I I remember at the time also reading that people would drain the fucking rack and then you have an issue, right? Because if it's dry, mm-hmm. but yeah. then you, Why would then you, you do can that, damage right? it. But yeah, like yeah. you just basically yeah you you keep fluid in it. Um, as a matter of fact, I remember putting fluid in it and then doing the whole vent little thing and the, the loop in there, so it basically moves back and forth as you turn. You know, like um, yeah, it moves around in there. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Um, the, I had maybe mentioned this already that, so one of the stipulations with this car is, uh, I basically, you know, we worked out a crazy deal where it's like, all right, I'll take the car as is he needs to move. He's, he's moving out of town. Like there's all these different things happening. So we try to make it as easy as possible for, for both of us. The car was triple A to my house, all that. But, uh, also not only was the battery dead and not starting, but 
the front air dam was ripped off. <laughs> um, so uh, the, it was, was ripped off during towing. No, no, no. 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 This it's is not, a, like, if you ever ago. listen to Clutch Kick podcast, nobody listens to that. This was yeah. an ongoing thing for like. It's like Brian's turn signal. Basically, it's like Brian. It's like my bumper or Brian's turn signal. Like from the beginning of that podcast till the end, it was the dilemma of the front air dam. It's like, oh, so I screwed it in with a wood screw, and and it kind of held. Oh, and then it fell off, and I ran over it with the car. There was a lot of uh, bumper. There was a lot of, and they always call it the bumper. And I always would be like, it's a front air dam. It's not the bumper, you know, because the bumper is obviously a. Yeah. uh, But Mikey would always refer to it as the bumper. Uh, yeah. So uh, there, there was, there was a lot of air dam talk on there and, uh, yeah, but bad. I remember the, the last straw was him. Like it fell off when he was driving it and he like ran over it or something, or it was just like dragging against the wheels. And then he was like, it got ripped and stuff and he was trying to, and they're basically unobtainable and yada, yep. yada. And, uh, I was, I even hit him up and told him like, you could probably like patch it and make it work. And, you know, you could obviously develop a mounting system. Um, yeah. that would work well, but anyways. that's the thing is that so now, the, now this saga gets to transfer over. Yeah. From new podcast. To exactly. Do you have a spider lane? Well, yeah, there's a spider up there, dude. I'm scared. I can tell in your eyes. <laughs> he's so scared. He's cowering. <laughs> I need to like get rid of it. So yeah, just keep Good luck. going. All right. So Art, we've talked about this in the past, but just to reiterate, your plans for this car are not to keep it a a show car. Well, we no, the the uh, air dam saga continues. We have to discuss that real quick. So the air uh, air dam saga. So so the air air dam on this car uh, is a very huge, unique air dam that only came in the nineteen eighty seven. We got to say we're watching Lane stand on his chair. Oh, let me see. Where is he? Kill a spider. Oh, we're (laughs) looking at cross right now. Crotch. It's a little. It's a little hard to oh, pay attention. There's a belly shot. <laughs> Did you just use your hand? Ew. Oh, juicy, dude. That was gross. Um, all right, so motherfuckers. Um, so air dam, so, air dam, so air dam. So the air dam on this car is is pretty unique because it only was offered this year. So in 1987, they had this weird, crazy. They call it a cow catcher because it resembles that cow catcher that was on fucking locomotives back in the day, right? Like this huge thing that sticks out the front. And um, so since it was only offered in 1987, 325ISs, um, everything that is associated with it is obsolete, right? Like the mounting system, like all that shit. So people are now 3D printing them and reselling them. I finally found some guys that do it. Um, and they, you know, they're unavailable from BMW, all that. Uh, but as Lane is saying, like you can kind of, you know, you can bend some, some, bend some metal, you know, like some brackets and and make it yourself it's a very weird mounting system you can tell it's totally an afterthought it was for this market for just one year it's like this super weird little triangle that has a piece that deforms so that like the air dam if you make contact with something the mount gives and not the air dam you know it doesn't rip it apart um so yeah just bizarre shit but um i've been kind of this is the dilemma part like I want to go, ultimately, I want to go small metal Euro bumpers because this is a small taillight car. It's an earlier car. You know, it's a pre-88. So they, they, you know, the 88s and laters, uh, it was a facelift and they used, uh, for the rest of the world, at least plastic bumpers. We didn't get plastic bumpers till 89. It's whatever. Um, but in 87, you know, you could do, um, you know, the small metal European bumpers, which are really nice, but you also have to get a different air dam that matches the Euro bumpers because that's not the air dam we got. That valance up front is, is unique. So, um, 
I've been going back and forth between updating it to the later style front balance, like the one that you have on your car, Wham, um, mm-hmm. because it bolts right up. And I can even attach the metal bumper on there, the, the diving board bumper that the early cars have. And that's, that's easy. Rad. And they're super yep. cheap. They're at, at pick and pull right now. Um, but a part of me is like, dude, like this air dam is unique to this year I and know. it is really cool looking. And it's like, I kind of want to like either fix it uh, and put it on there. Um, I, or figure out because I don't want to pay for a, a, a replacement because the cheapest one I found was six hundred dollars, um, and they go up to a thousand because again they were only offered one year and they're like super unique, right? And they're but, brittle. Did you, yeah. did you send a picture of this in, in our text chain or anything like this? You probably do if I scroll up. I, I, now I got to look at it again. Uh, it's yeah, just a or, big. Yeah, I, just yeah, Google nineteen eighty seven three twenty five is that only yeah, 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 the no, yours was not. You had the later model. You had yours was an '88, so it was a '88s had a metal bumper with a later valance, like the one that Wham has. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I don't I'm know. Looking at it now. The 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 reason I I got conflicted is initially I was like, fuck it, you know what? I'll put the modern air dam on there, and then eventually I'm gonna go Euro bumpers, and it'll look way tidier. But I saw a a bumper tucked '87. You know when they actually compress the they they drill the shocks to get the fluid out, and it looks so fucking cool because the bumper is now the right the right length like the it's like the same as yours the but right it depth. has that chrome trim yeah. and then that air dam is so rad because it has all these fucking slots and holes and it diverts air to the air to the oil cooler and yeah um so like i don't know I'm not, now i'm like thinking like i was looking at it yesterday and i'm like you know what like the air dam has damage um it needs i need to talk to lane about this because it is a flexible piece and i know you can't use bondo on that because it'll crack so like what do you use to repair it because it was scraped when it fell and it was you know dragged um to and then get the mounts and everything and and tidy it up like um i kind of want to do that but if it's again feasible because i'm not willing to buy it i I would only be willing to fix this one and paint it uh, and i'll paint it myself i just don't i don't want to pay you know 600 to a thousand dollars for one of these fucking things it's ridiculous yeah right um so that's the the air the air dam dilemma in a nutshell if you will so yeah interesting interesting i'm actually i i i can appreciate the rarity but i'm actually not a huge fan of this 87 i'm not a huge fan either i think it It, looks like an add-on it doesn't bulky it's so big dude yeah it's big I, i i am a huge fan of uh your original idea the euro it's the uh, best bumpers. It's the best. Yeah, it's it, they look killer. And you can also um, I found the M Technique one kits in Europe. You can buy the whole set now. And that's such a rad look like that's my favorite one. I mean, M Tech two is cool, too. But um, M Tech one is my favorite. It's it's just yeah, very how, how much how much 80s, coin is that? It's like a thousand bucks for the whole kit front and back. Yeah, because it's, it's so. That's the, not it, bad, dude. It's not bad, but it's, it's not real. It's, it's an exact replica because they took, they molded it off of and a real one. it's fiberglass too. Rather and, than um, being polyurethane. So. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's a little more, so it's a lot more brittle. And, and it might it need work quite right. Too. It might need yeah. a. There's a few though. There, there's some that are fiberglass and some that are. Um, well, the one you is, had sent us was fiberglass a while Yeah, ago. That, that was one of them. There's another company. I forgot what it's called. I'm trying to find it right now real quick, but whatever. Um, I can send it to you guys later, but it is, um, what is it? ABS? What the fuck is that thing? I don't know what it's called, but. So this picture, um, the picture that, so. Yeah, polyurethane. The tucked, the tucked one with the 87 air dam is the picture with the license plate that says Yeppy. That you sent us, uh, not tucked. That's a standard bumper, just like mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Seen, yeah, I didn't see any tucked pictures. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um. 
dude, I'm like, I want to send you one right now just so you can see. Cause it, it's, I, I, I'm just curious to get your feedback on this right now. <laughs> Cause it's, it's you and, uh, you and Art had a little wheel thread going on. That was pretty gnarly. Oh, the wheel oh, discussion. Yeah, we did. Oh, and yeah. I, and it actually resulted in a, in a very cool find. So, oh, really? Yeah. So there is a, a TE 37 that is, 15 by 8 with a 25 millimeter offset. It's called a TE37V, and um, it's it's fucking perfect. It's exactly what I want. It's got the big lip, and the center is kind of small, you know, and so you get like a bit, a bunch of dish on there. Um, mm-hmm. It looks killer. It looks so rad. And um, they're very expensive, though, so I'll have to save some pennies up for those down the line. Not going to be a what T-E-37 I go with. TE37V as in Victor? V. Yeah, as in Victor. Uh, and pull up and just Google 15 by 8 T37V. It's a, a really, really cool looking wheel. All right. It, it auto completes TE37V E30. So I'm just going to look at those pictures. Oh, there you go. Oh, there's, here's one I just uh, with the uh, yeah. white letters out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty dope, dude. Like, the, isn't that perfect? Like, with a step lip like that and everything, and, yeah. and bronze. But a lot of these have flares. These are, these are all M3s with factory flares or aftermarket bubble flares. So I know every for single fact, example. No, because no one's willing to spend this amount of money for just a standard E30 because they're not cheap. You know, so like, you know, you, you, if you have an E30 M3, it's typically someone who's willing to invest and, you know, spend, you know, $2,500 to $3,000 yeah. on wheels. But, um, right. it's, uh, it's definitely and, a really sick look, though. Um, and, and it just fits the style of the motor and your little racing stripe idea. Uh, and it's also you know, the it's, whole Japan it's, influence. It bolts right up. Um, you know, it, it, the the TRMs that I had mentioned, the Tire Rack Motorsport wheels, they're 15 by 8 ET20, and those the T37s are 15 by 8 ET25. So like, they're right in that wheelhouse. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, it's actually even a little bit better because it gives me clearance for the um, the outer uh, lip um, for mm-hmm. for tire there. So. Um, I don't know. So that's kind of like the goal, long-term goal. Um, you know, as I had mentioned initially, I, I just want to get the car kind of going and um, make it reliable as is and enjoy it as is for a bit. And then eventually start, you know, the whole Kamiata conversation. I already did. I mean, I, I think, you know, I would love to partner up with them and do something cool and have them as a guest and discuss this whole thing and what they're doing. Because I also did learn that they will be doing the E36 kits after this. Um, and they're going to do OBD one and OBD two kits. Uh, so like it's, they're, they're, they're going all in on the BMW swap stuff. Um, and so as we had talked about before, I don't know if we did it offline, but the E36 thing is pretty interesting too. Um, you know, yeah. I think you do have weight, but more weight, but it's basically you're building kind of like a BTCC or DTM tribute car, um, you know, where they raced like 320 eyes. Um, and like they were super cool, you know? And yeah, you have benefits in the suspension geometry and adjustability yes. and yeah. you have, uh, that whole brake problem that you described is way easier to solve with an E36 chassis. Yeah, so you have yeah better brake selection, you have a better yeah updated rear suspension, so it's definitely a more capable car. Um, it's just you know, there's uh, the weight thing is something that I can't get over, but it's not well, and that bad, and there's the know? looks too, right? Like the E30 is, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's this is an exciting development because the, the, uh, both would be very cool. Yeah, yeah, and I I think it's a really great option too. I can see that being really cool because. Dude, I mean, I sent that one. There was a 323 IS E36 that I sent you guys uh, for sale locally. And 
Dude, those are that so pain. cheap, and like you can get those with like the sport body kit and everything for like twenty five hundred bucks, <laughs> and like you know, and you pull the motor, you do the you do the engine, and then you have you know everything else to work with. But um, you know, it's a it is a more modern, more developed car, more capable car. Um, although we all but is know that what that, you want? Like that's the whole thing. It's like it's it's like, interesting. I I, I, I like, like it's the so idea. much cooler in an E thirty because in the E thirty six, like the M three exists. You know, it's like you already have a very capable car that that already exists. And it's like you're adding a next level to this uh, to the E30 that that doesn't exist unless you're buying an E30 M3 and it's still way down on power. Right. Yeah, it's a different thing. I guess that's like what um, I'm picturing it like, you know, let's say you get the car down to twenty nine hundred pounds still. You're two hundred and eighty crank horsepower and 8,000 RPM red line. Like it seems pretty fun, you know, like an E36s are fantastic cars. Like they drive really, really well too. Uh, it's just, I agree with you. I think the E30 is cooler for sure. Like in, and it's, um, it's also, um, something that, that I, I want to do personally. No, just I just because, think, like, the, yeah. I just think you're doing, you're going with a late lightweight engine and might as well go with the lighter chassis. And kind that's of like go at. all that's out. What I keep, and that's like what I keep saying. Yeah, the E36, like you could buy an M3, right? That already exists. Is my point. It's like, like you could already buy power with that car. So, if, and if weight's your thing, the E30 is so much cooler with lighter. this swap, like lighter, having a high red line. It seems so much cooler. Um, where the E30, the E36 already has like fast options that are really good. You know? But yeah, but going about it and going about it in a different way, though, right? It's kind of like no, I, I know, but yeah, like imagine the driving experience. Yeah, it would be so yeah. different from an yeah. M3. I appreciate it also as like just kind of like you know, like in the BTCC world, it was like you know, th like that that was a different category, like you know, like building like the high revving four cylinder race cars that aren't necessarily the M3s or whatever. Like, it's yeah. a pretty cool thing to do, like the the, the you know. To, to tribute or make a tribute for that and like doing it in that style. Like uh, I would love to, you know, have a lowered car with like the big BBS wheels and like the, mm -hmm. uh, it's just such a rad look too, like color matched wheels and like do a cool that, livery on it. Like, I don't that's know. It's also, that also presents another problem because those cars were so tucked and so oh, yeah. rad. For sure. If you're, if you're doing that and I run into the same thought process, uh, it's that, Street. and it's also like the, the NASCAR, like the early NASCARs, um, you just, they're just undrivable. Like, but you have to, you can't go half ass. You can't have a yeah. wheel gap. Like you gotta recreate it yeah. or you gotta go a completely different direction. And yeah. uh, so you're, you're in a situation with the E30 where you can be a little more user friendly with the way it ends up. You also have to think with those, the E, with the E36, you have to deal with like subframe and stuff like that. Um, Interiors, you definitely want to get that all welded up. Oh, the yeah. rears, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely uh, an issue. For and sure. the door panels falling off. And I mean, that's minor, though, yeah. dude. That I don't know if that's minor. That's a pain in the ass. Seems like the E36 would be a great lemons car. Yeah, or or dedicated yeah, fun, dedicated no, fun race swap, car. I'm saying. I, or yeah. I say case swap, like or like a if you if there was like a historic uh, BTCC or DTM series, right? Like to race that because then you don't care about like you get the aesthetic, you get the driving dynamics, and you get the, the, the it's that look, right? That slam tuck look with a really thin like the side profile, and 
uh, the tire profile rather, um, and you get to enjoy it as it as it's supposed to be enjoyed without having to compromise shit, you know, because you're dealing with potholes and stuff. Like, because there's no way you could take one of those on a rally, right? Like, it's just impossible. Like, um, yeah, yeah either yeah, they're so slamming. Yeah, I'm picturing if you could squeeze like little 13 inch wheels, like go try to go ultralight unsprung weight and everything. On any 36? 13s? <laughs> I would look retarded. Or sorry, I shouldn't say that. ridiculous. So, or, or, uh, I guess in this case it would be, um, even 15s would be kind of small, but just try to go the like the, if I were doing an E36 build, I, I think I, I would not, I wouldn't be able to get to the level of BTCC, uh, and so I'd try to go some some different route where uh, NASCAR. you do you go, you go small <laughs> wheels, you do the, the, the you know a little bit of sidewall and yeah. just ultra ultra light. Um, but yeah. I don't know, you yeah. have to see. So Lane, see um, I, I do have to say that uh, the car comes with a couple other mods that I didn't mention, or maybe Whoa. a few more. Um, it does have a Momo Prototipo, which is nice. Uh, and Mikey put like the old school BMW uh, center roundel in the one, the one that has like the little swirl around it, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. And then your the favorite shift knob, your favorite shift knob, Lane. Prototipo? I'm not saying, not saying I mean, sorry, not a, It's an anatomic. It is. It's a Momo Anatomic. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. It's, Fit it's, for your hand, dude. Dude, Just like it's ready so for it. cheesy, dude. It's yeah. like it, it reminds me of like a, a fake carbon cobra no. head no it, it's it's just all it leather, just but... has the hand yeah, yeah, yeah i think it came with it right when you bought it oh really um I, and I the know. the it's uh, also got mad tint the mad tint is horrible i gotta get rid of that shit immediately it's yeah, dark so, right yeah it's very dark it looks really bad like nothing like a fresh alpine white paint with clear with glass you know with a fishbowl look like it's so yeah. nice um yeah. but yeah it's very heavily tinted so that's are that'll you... be fun are you keeping the seats and are you keeping the rear seat? Yeah, and everything, right now it's or? not not a priority. Yeah, I'll just keep them there. They're fine. I mean, they're they're um they're obviously That's sports nice seats, sports but, seats, right? Yeah. yeah, they're 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 uh, nice and like structurally nice, like in sound. You know, the pads are you know the bolsters are nice because those get flappy and torn up and shitty, but. Um, the leather is like really tired. It's like super shiny. So like it, I would have to do like a full leathery treatment, like sand them down and like, you know, do the whole thing to make them look nice. I don't know. So, you might be able to get away with just like the leathery softening and stuff with the bag, put the bag over it and do that whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I need to try it out. I need out. to I need do to that on my car. Yeah. It, it's it brings remarkable. a lot of life to it, dude. It's yeah, insane. dude. How much of a difference it can make for sure. Yeah. Like um, it makes it more comfortable and longer lasting too, right? Yeah. It's less yeah. To and then from there you, you get it to the point where you just maintain it, right? You just clean it. Like it's like, we should in, probably, we should probably have a leather eek day where we all do <laughs> I it. need to do it. My car is about to Let's turn to beef jerky. Like a day. hot day. Everybody yeah. parks six feet from each other and, yeah. and bag, bag our seats. Mine's going to be out. a Riley's advertisement pretty soon here. It's, it's double black diamond beef jerky. That's what's happening with mine. <laughs> it's so stiff and dry. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to also say anything you take off that car, I want first right of refusal. I'm not going to say – I'm not looking for freebies, but just, you know – Keep me in mind. That's all, all right. I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're you're Come you're on. becoming an E30 hoarder, right? It's like you'll take anything, I'm, whatever. I'm trying. I mean, yeah. I have some interior stuff. So if you run into something you're trying to replace, let me know. So I, you I had so you had vinyl seats and you replaced them with leather seats, right? Yeah. Were, were your vinyl seats fine? Like, were they in good shape? Um, they were okay. I sold you the sold they them, were sport right? seats. And I sold those. Oh, um, you did. Yeah, and then uh, I still have the back seat for whatever reason. I kept the rear vinyl. Uh, black <laughs> fucking bench seat. I don't know yeah. why it's still in my storage and it's perfect condition. I mean, no one ever barely sat back there, but I don't know why I have it. 
I can't yeah. see a time where I'm ever going to want it unless I bought another E30 that was tattered and I was like, oh, I have that. I just yeah. throw it in. Oh, dude, two but. major things that reminded me of the, the tent. So the reason it has super heavy-duty tent, and, you know, you got to thank the previous owner who did this, even though I don't want it, it was an Arizona car. That's so, right. That's, so, um, you know, super dry, but, like, fucking hot as hell, right? I mean, and, yeah. and, it, and the, the, this is the first E30 that I've owned that doesn't have a baked top rear seat, right? You know, they, oh, <laughs> does the uh, AC work? AC works. Yeah, see, yeah. my car came with AC and, and super tent because he lived in Arizona. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a receipt. I was looking through the records uh, from like 2016, and they did a full overhaul of the AC system. And so it is nice R134, which is nice too, you know. Yeah, um, so nice. when you take that all out, so, when, you, yeah. when you do the case swap and you take all that out, just give me the compressor. Yeah, well, no, there, there's a, you can keep the AC, which is cool, ah, too. So, I'm, and, and and it's crazy. I, I was thinking about that as I was looking through the records. I'm like, dude, like, I can't fathom, like, being, like, I remember being, a, a, like, in my early 20s and, like, thinking of, like, I would never consider fucking paying $3,000 to overhaul an AC system. It sounded, it's so stupid. I would be like, dude, rip that shit out immediately, power steering, get it out of there. Like, give me the lightest, simplest, like, stripped down car. And now it's like, fuck but that. That drive, <laughs> that drive to the start of the rally or drive home, you just oh, put, put yeah. cruise control on and AC and you're, you're chilling. What is, Lane doesn't know what cruise control is. Do you want to explain it? Or? I can't. I don't have time for that. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Um, all right. So we're over, we're over time here. I'm sure the people are like, hurry it up already. Um, hurry do you up. have more important updates for this episode or do you want to like, uh, think about more for next episode? No, man, that's it. I just, uh, we'll see. I'm going to go for it. No, nothing. Hey. Uh, I was thinking about the next episode, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I just got to consult with Lane now, show, send him over some pictures, and we have to figure out what I'm going to do with this air dam because I want to install that. And then as soon as the um, fuel pump and stuff arrives next week, I'm going to install that. Cool. And uh, get her going. Someday we could actually go on a drive together. Yeah. If Lane's. Oh, wait, Lane, do we have any update from the shop? Oh, Quick. oh, oh yeah. update. My car is in the shop. Uh, yeah. yeah. They think it's the, uh, uh, I mean, no real update, but he thinks it's a stub axle. So Hmm. that's the, uh, diagnosis so far that the stub axle is basically worn out where the wheel bearings sit, causing basically it has like ridges and stuff, which is not uncommon for those early 944s because it's basically a Volkswagen Beetle rear end. And, uh, they go through wheel bearings pretty quickly. So if you let the wheel bearing, you know, whatever. So yeah. And you had done a wheel bearing, which didn't fix it, but it could be where the wheel bearing mounts. Exactly. To so it could be the, the stub problem. axle, which is like what goes through and attaches to the, you know, it is the hub basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it attaches to, you know, it, it attaches the brake rotors and all that. And then it goes through to the CV joint. Um, sounds expensive. Uh, no, no. It's like, nah, stub axles this long, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah. a little, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, not too bad. So hopefully that's it. Um, they, as far as I know, he's working on it right now. I'm not really like pressing him or anything like that. So. Yeah. 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 Is it ready? Is it ready? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You should just show up and hang out in there and be like, hey, just I just know. Show. That's the best. That's <laughs> what, uh, I was just on a bike ride. I thought I'd just pop in. You're like, get the fuck yeah, out Yeah. That's here. what Blaze and Travis <laughs> do when their car is there. Like they just like, Show nice. up every once in a while. Like, so yeah. What's up? Wham, dude? did you have any weird shit like that where like customers oh, used to come every in? Every single day. Really? Every single day. That yeah, often? Yeah. Sure. Pretty much. Pretty and it's much. worse for you as a service writer because you're the one interfacing with them and you're like... Well, you're also I'm the middleman. You're between the actual people doing the work and yeah. the, the customers. So you're constantly trying to like juggle that whole thing. And yeah, the yeah. best is the uh, no rush, no rush. 
And then call tomorrow. Say, How's it going? <laughs> You're like, ah, dude. And usually at that point, we hadn't even touched it because it's there's other right. stuff to do. It's, it's like, like so s- typical. You never tell anyone no rush. Like that is like yeah. that's the death of your project if you say no rush. Like totally. Yeah. It's not like no matter what, dude, even like if you want it back in three months, dude, if you really don't have like it, then they're if you say no rush, they're going to have it to you in six months, dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's that time. Art, can you do the honors? It's been so long. Let's do it. Trivia time. Trivia time. All right. Um, I'm looking for the year that Porsche won Le Mans. Outright for the first time. And bonus, oh. what car did they use? Shit. And Lane, you go last. So just I, take I don't easy know, there, Tiger. So I'm not 1972 good at it. and a 917. 70, 72, 917. Okay. Brian's in. I'm guessing uh, it was not a 917 first. Was it a, was it a 911 the first time? Outright? That sounds like a question rather than an answer. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm answers just, here. I'm thinking like a surprise kind of, you know, because remember they just have to be reliable, Brian, not the fastest. Um, uh, 1970. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna fuck. Yeah, it probably was a night. It was nineteen. Yeah, I'm gonna look Nin- for an answer here. Um, <laughs> If you want to, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. give you half. Hey, no, Nin- no rush. Nin- Nineteen seventy no is what I got. Nineteen seventy is what I got. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm uh, what's it called? I'm, uh, what's the Which, word I'm we looking just need for? The answer here flummoxed. In, in 10 I'm minutes. flummoxed on the uh, yeah, car itself. You certainly are flummoxed. All right. Yeah. Nineteen seventy. And do you care to wager a guess on the uh, model? Yeah. Would you care to answer the question? <laughs> it's a bonus. You don't have to get the model, but. Nine, fucking hell! Nine, no, we'll go nine eleven. It was whatever. Okay, dude, it's not nine eleven. Come on, that's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> that like, dude, especially like, in nineteen seventy, an all out like <laughs> like you're talking about the GT forty just won up to this, and then they just throw a nine eleven in there, dude. It was gonna it, win, but it was the a GT forties were blowing up motors, man. <laughs> um, I, right, I'm not. I don't know what year it was. I don't know what car it was. I don't know anything. I I want to say it, Art's probably right. Sixty nine or seventy, um, but. Yes, I don't know which. Fuck. Do I'd I like to, to. I'd like an answer. Actually, right. if you could. Uh, yeah, dude. Everybody uh, keeps swearing instead of giving right, I'm answers. I'm gonna say 69, and I'll go. So difficult. Uh, I don't even, dude. I'm not up on the race car scene. Uh, hey, uh, a 908 or something. 908. 908. Let's. Uh, okay. So if we combine your answers, you you did get it correct. Um, Ooh, 1970. Uh, 917. 917. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So that was uh, the obvious 50, answer. <laughs> 50 years ago, uh, June 14th, 1970, Porsche won for the first time outright. Thanks to its flat 12 917 prototype race car, Hans Hermann and Richard Atwood drove their short tail. Oh, wait, was K. that the one with the red and white stripes? It was red yes. and white. Yeah. 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 And that was also the year that that uh, Marty's 914 got uh, first oh. in class and sixth oh. overall. It beat That's- all the 911s. That's wow. really cool. Yeah, it's the iconic uh, Wysock livery that they now do on some of their, you know, supercars and whatnot. The scallops, yeah. kind of the long scallops. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was like, wasn't that Number like twenty three second place car or something? And then uh, the other car retired, and that car took over or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to sure. say that that car wasn't actually leading most of the race. I don't know why I think that. Maybe I learned something at one point and kind of remember uh, it. Yeah, there you go. 
I'm looking through. This is all in the uh, new Haggerty magazine, which I got, Drivers Club magazine. Um, and shout out to Haggerty for uh, giving us roadside on our rallies. But they do like basically all <laughs> the two big articles are Radwood era. Uh, one's for sports cars and one's for uh, off-roaders. And it's a first-gen 4Runner, a uh, little Mitsubishi. Um, what is it? A Pajero? That's Logan's 4Runner, right? Oh, is it? Probably. Yeah, that, ma- that would make sense. It? Does it have our license plate it, stickers? It's white. Does it have our li- um, yeah? His is white. Does it have our stickers? Yeah, Casey. Casey uh, lights. Yeah, I'm does, pretty sure that's his. Yeah, that's his. But does it have our stickers? Can you see it? It's it's Golden State plates, but yeah, I so think they are. That's our stickers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have a Suzuki Samurai in here, 1987. So all cars are from '87. Mm. Um, give me horsepower. Stock horsepower, 1987 Suzuki Samurai. Oh. 88. Dude, I was going to say 87. 87 for an 87. Yes, I'm going to say 73. Lane wins. 63 horsepower. Whoa! <laughs> at 6,500 RPM. Wow. Dude, wow. Wow. You had to ring that thing yeah, out. Yeah. Just... <laughs> what is 70... it at? 2,000 two, RPM. And it probably 76... does like 15. It probably does like 12 miles an hour in first. And like, you're just like... You're 76 pound feet of torque at 3,500. Wow. Sweet. Oh, so it's that's a, a torquey little bastard. <laughs> oh, dude, you're ripping trees out. Yeah. Yeah. I have an impact Tree driver that's... Three times that. Yeah. So that's your trivia. That's a podcast. Yeah. How much power did a forerunner like back then have? 110 or something? Yeah, I think it was like 115. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. So um, not, not much better, you know, yeah. in real Especially the weight, size, power to weight, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. They're cool looking, though. I mean, I like I that. Mean, I say not that much more. It's like twice the power. Dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, the Samurai weighs what, like eighteen hundred pounds or something? Probably, yeah. And that Toyota probably weighs over three. Says it has over a 3, ten gallon fuel tank. So the Montero, one hundred and six horsepower at five thousand, but one hundred and forty two pound feet of torque. Huh. Um, I don't know where the fucking four hundred stuff is. Looks fun, like a fun trip. Well, though, Mitsubishi's they... had those big displacement engines, right? So, mm. um, like a two point five liter four cylinder. Yeah, exactly, and that's why they developed the uh, balance shafts, which Porsche nine forty four uses the Mitsubishi mm. design. Right. Yeah, it's Who funny they don't have the. Oh, here it is, Forerunner, uh, nineteen eighty seven Forerunner, one hundred and sixteen horsepower, forty eight hundred RPM, and one hundred and forty pound feet of torque at twenty eight hundred. There you that's go, twenty two RE. It's not horrible, dude. yeah. Cool. Not too shabby. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks All for joining right. us. Later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Go buy some Odwalla. Rest in peace. And Black Eyed Peas suck. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, 
early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks. <laughs>